Hold your breath now. Let's see if they get through the S's. Oh, we got an incident right at the top of the S's. Looks like one, two, there's a third car involved now. They're all off in the grass as the rest of the field files through the S's. Well, I did say hold your breath when those cars head through the S's. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the S's, a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm Stu, and I will be your host for this show. I just wanted to say a big thank you for uh, for taking the opportunity to listen to this show. I know it's been uh, been something that I've been looking forward to do for uh for a little while and uh i hope that you will enjoy it this is the first episode of the podcast and um, we'll be continuing on with a couple of off-season podcasts as well as uh, getting you ready for the 2022 imza season without further ado i will kick things off with a little bit of news Coming from the world of IMSA. To kick things off, uh, an old friend, Team Penske, announces that they are going to be making a return to IMSA and WEC in 2023 with Porsche to run an LMDH prototype. Uh, They were seen testing an LMP2 car at Indy in October, doing a little bit of night running. And, um, And word on the street is that the program will be run under the Porsche Penske motorsport banner Uh, it's been known that uh, they plan to run shakedowns of the new car that new porsche car uh, before the end of 2021 Uh, another new lmdh entry is in the works over at bmw where they're utilizing staff from their discontinued dtm and formula e projects to work on their new car uh, also, uh, a fun little thing that they're doing is uh, they're working on a nice YouTube documentary series called Embedded about the new program, and I will put the link to that in the show notes. Corvette Racing not ruling out parallel full season uh, IMSA and WEC schedules in 2022, according to GM Sports Car Racing Project or Program Manager Laura Wantrop Clauser. Uh, With four CR8 chassis available, they're just deciding how to split them up. Um, It looks like right now they might be leaning in the direction of a GT Pro entry in IMSA uh, with the designation with uh, uh, GTLM uh, no longer existing in 2022. And putting a uh, putting that second entry into GTE Pro in WEC. So nothing confirmed over there, but... With, uh, with only the four chassis, it looks like they're going to uh, split their efforts um, on that front. Uh, also, uh, an interesting little tidbit here. Uh, according to Racer.com, it appears that Ford will be looking to, uh, to have a full GT3 spec Mustang made available by 2024. And the intent for that is going to have it... Um, globally available for gt3 competitions so um you know we've we've seen ford uh in this space in uh in the past years it's been a few years since since they've had a car that's been entered but um but hey i mean they have a gt4 mustang right now that looks pretty good and uh, would be exciting to see um definitely one of the iconic brands uh rejoin the grid 
in uh, in future years. High Class Racing is set to join IMSA in 2022, so next season with an LMP2 entry with regulars, uh, oh, I might butcher these names, uh, Anders Fjordbach and Dennis Anderson, who combined this season in an LMP2 Pro-Am effort. Um, they are confirmed as racing in the full the entire seven round 2022 championship. Um, it's worth noting the Danish team. This Danish team raced in WEC in 2021, um, but they did also participate in the Daytona 24 hour. So they do have uh, that bit of experience already in IMSA competition. In 2023, the Detroit GP is going to be taking place in downtown Detroit, not on the streets of Belle Isle. Um, 2022 will remain in Belle Isle, um, and I will, uh, I'll stick a link with the proposed track layout if you have yet to see it. It's, it sure is an interesting one. Um, of course, the Detroit GP formerly taking place in the streets of downtown Detroit, but, uh, has uh, has moved and 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 taken place on Belle Isle. Belle Isle, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a bit of uh, an iconic circuit, and it's going to be uh, going to be sad to see it come off the calendar. But uh, regardless, in uh, in 2023, the um, the race that will be held in Detroit will uh, will take to the down the streets of downtown. After some conflicting reports back and forth, it looks like there is indeed going to be. Actually, it doesn't look like it. It is confirmed that there will be a second Weather Tech Porsche GTLM on the grid for Project Le- or Project Lama for Petit Lama. Uh, Kevin Esther, Michael Christensen, and Fred Makowicki will pilot the number 97 WeatherTech Racing Porsche, along with its number 79 teammate, driven by Cooper McNeil, Matt Campbell, and uh, Mathieu Yeme in the GTLM class. A crowd favorite from the Daytona 24 Hours makes its return as the Era Motorsports Crayon Livery will be back on the car for Petit Le Mans. The car, which is designed by six-year-old Owen from uh, from Ontario, here in the Great White North of uh, Canada, uh, claimed LMP2 class honors in January's uh, Rolex 24 at Daytona with Kyle Tilly, Dwight Merriman, Ryan Danziel and Paulu Chatin. Owen is actually going to be attending this race, which is a, a nice little story to come out of this. Uh, due to the border being closed, he wasn't able to make it to Daytona. Also wasn't able to make it to the Glen, um, which is another very close race uh, for uh, for him to be able to travel to. Um, but uh, good to see that he's going to be able to make the trip down to Road Atlanta and get to see that car in action heard me talk about it this weekend it's a big one the final event of the season it's michelin raceway road atlanta and what an iconic circuit that this has grown to become on the imsa calendar Um, michelin raceway road atlanta is a 2.54 mile 12 turn circuit located in brasselton georgia which is about 45 minutes northeast of Atlanta. Um, Petit Le Mans has been contested since 1998. And um, I mean, it, it really has become one of the premier endurance races, not only on the IMSA calendar, 
but uh, but all over the world. And that is definitely reflected um, with the number of entries that we see for this year's race. Uh, we're going to see a total of 43 cars take to the track across uh, DPI, which sees seven entries, LMP2 with its five entries, LMP3 with 10 entries. GTLM has a very healthy six entries and um, GTD with 15 cars. So, man, there's uh, there certainly are going to be a lot of cars on track here. And uh, it's uh, it's going to lead to some interesting passing. I'm sure it's a very tight track and uh, it should be a ton of fun to watch those cars um, and uh, and the challenges that will be presented to them this in this race. A couple of fun, quick numbers and facts on uh, Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. 465 is the number of laps that were completed by the race-winning Action Express Cadillac DPI in 2019. There are 125 feet of elevation change around this circuit. And this year, I mean, we're running... Petit Le Mans is going to be run at a slightly different time than it has in the past, a little bit later in the season. And uh, and as a result, there are going to be 278 race minutes that are going to be uh, taking place after official sunset until the checkered flag this year. So a little bit more night racing than uh, than in past years. And with the, the weather forecast looking like it's... Uh, going to be a little bit miserable, going to get very cold. It'll be, uh, we'll have to watch and see how that's going to affect the cars and how the track changes over the course of this race. In 2020, the overall race was won by the Konica Minolta Cadillac of Ryan Briscoe, Scott Dixon, and Renga Van de Zanda. The LMP2 was won by the Tower Motorsports trio of John Ferrano, Mikael Jensen, and Job Van Yurt. Again, another uh, tricky name there. Uh, GTLM win was taken by the Porsche GT team 911 of Matt Campbell, Frederick Makowicki, and Nick Tandy. And then lastly, the Scuderia Corsa number 63 of Alessandro Balzan, Cooper McNeil, and Jeff Westfall took the GTD crown. Things to watch for around this circuit. Man, it is, like I said, it is a very tight and challenging track that uh, if any car has uh, problems, it's going to be very easy for them to fall uh, multiple laps down. It's a pretty short lap around here at Road Atlanta. Uh, in recent years, we've seen some very dramatic races like in uh, 2020 when the leading cars, the the number seven Pen- Team Penske Acura and number 31 Whelan Engineering Cadillac made contact in the closing minutes, cost both of them the race win. In 2020, but also in 2019, the uh, the overall win, the, the cars were separated by less than a second. So great battles going on the past two Petit Le Mans that have taken place right down to the wire. And uh, with the way things are shaping up, I would expect absolutely nothing different this time around. Going to take you through the point standings for all of the classes that are going to be competing here uh, this weekend at Road Atlanta and starting off with the DPIs, the number 10 Konica Minolta Acura driven by Ricky Taylor, Philippe Albuquerque, and Alexander Rossi. They lead the number 31 Whelan Engineering Cadillac of Felipe Nazar 
Pipo Durrani and Mike Conway by 19 points. A good battle uh, going right down to the wire uh, for that DPI crown. In LMP2, the battle sees the number 52 PR1 Matheson Motorsports entry driven by Ben Keating, Mikael Jensen, and Scott Huffaker. The leading the number 11 win autosport entry by 113 points. In LMP3, it is a very close 50 point battle between the leading number 74 Riley Motorsports entry, driven by Gar Robinson, Scott Andrews, and Felipe Fraga, fighting with the number 54 core autosport entry of Jonathan Bennett, Colin Brown, and George Kurtz. In GTLM, not surprisingly, it is Corvette Racing. That number three car leads the number four by 127 points. The WeatherTech Porsche is trailing the number four by 168 points. So starting to look like uh, things may be getting locked up uh, on the GTLM side. In GTD, though, it is a completely different story with the points leader, the number nine FAF Motorsports Porsche 911 GT3R and the number one Paul Miller Racing Lamborghini separated by only 50 points. To put that into context, that is the difference between a first and third place race finish. That class is still very much in the air, and there are so many great battles up and down that grid here in this final race. There's going to be a lot of shuffling in this GTD leaderboard um, by the by the time this 10-hour race is done. Um, also, still in the uh, in the battle for that championship, albeit a little bit further out, is the number 23 Heart of Racing team, Aston Martin. Um, they are currently 177 points behind the FAF Motorsports duo. In the uh, IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge, uh, there are going to be 40 cars that take to Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta for the Michelin Pilot Challenge Fox Factory 120 on Friday. Uh, 22 Grand Sport entries and 18 TCI entries will contest the two-hour season finale uh, with both of the championships still up for grabs. Uh, on the Grand Sport side, it is t- Turner Motorsports Bill Oberlin and Dylan McAvern that uh, head into the final race with a 30-point lead over the Wright Motorsports Porsche of Jan Halen, who will be joined by Ryan Hardwick uh, for the season ender. In TCR, it is uh, Michael Lewis and Taylor Hagler. They enjoy a 230-point lead uh, in the TCR standings, and all that they need to do to clinch that championship is to start the race. In Porsche Cup, it is Seb Prio. Uh, who leads the uh, Porsche Carrera Cup North America standings with 286 points. We'll talk about this in a minute. They have a triple header this weekend, so um, I, it's it's not quite locked up yet. Uh, and finally, in the uh, Mazda Itamitsu MX-5 Cup, it's Gresham Wagner, Michael Carter, and Celine Rollin. They are all separated by 160 points. Again, a doubleheader for those guys and gals this weekend. So um, I wouldn't say that uh, that that championship is decided either. Uh, Lastly, we will go over the Michelin Endurance Cup standings. A little bit different here. I'll explain quickly here. Um, 
how these point standings work. So it's only for Michelin Endurance Cup races. Uh, of course, the Daytona 24 hour, the 12 hours of Sebring, six hours of the Glen, and finishing up with Petit Le Mans. Uh, the race leader in each class earns five points. Second place gets four points. Third place receives three points. And all other competitors that are running at the time gets two points. These are handed out. These are going to be handed out for Petit Le Mans at the four hour, eight hour, and the finishing marks. And there are some very good battles for this uh, Michelin Endurance Cup as well. In DPI, it is the number 10 Konica Minolta Acura that leads the number 55 Mazda Motorsports entry by just three points. In LMP2, one point separates the number 52 PR1 of Matheson Motorsports, who leads the number eight Tower Motorsports entry. And in LMP3, it is the number 74 Riley Motorsports entry who holds a 16-point advantage over their uh, team car, the other team car, uh, the number 91. Riley Motorsports entry. So that one should be uh, should be locked up. In GTLM, uh, not a bad battle going on here. Corvette Racing, the number three car, leads with 34 points. And they um, they lead their the number four Corvette by uh, by just two points. So a close battle. Um, and don't rule out the number 25 BMW yet, as uh, they have 29 points. They are just five points off of the lead there and then to wrap it up with the gtd class yet again man oh man we talked about it in the uh in the overall championship standings the endurance cup is absolutely no different the number 16 right motorsports entry lead by one point over the number nine faf motorsports porsche and the number one Paul Miller Racing Lambo. So three teams separated by one point. That that battle is going to come right down to uh, to the very end of the race. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Elsewhere in the world of motorsports this weekend, NHRA World Finals are going to take place on Sunday in. Pomona, California for those final eliminations. And then the Formula One Brazilian Grand Prix from Autodromo uh, Jose Carlos Pase will take place uh, on the weekend as well with qualifying going on Friday at 1.55 p.m. Eastern Time. The sprint race will take place Saturday at 2.25 p.m. Eastern and the race on Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So there's some other good racing for you to watch on the weekend as well. But let's be real. The racing that you want to be watching is uh, is going to be taking place at Petit Le Mans and uh, Road Atlanta this weekend. On the IMSA side of things, on Thursday, things are going to get underway with the Porsche Carrera Cup race number one at 12.05 Eastern, followed by race one of the Mazda MX-5 Cup at 1.10 Eastern, and it will conclude with race two uh, of the Porsche Carrera Cup at 4.40 Eastern time. All three of these races can be viewed on IMSA TV and listened to uh, via IMSA radio. On Friday, uh, the IMSA Prototype Challenge season finale takes place bright and early at 7.55 a.m. Eastern Time with race two and season finale of the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup going out at 10 a.m. 
uh, Eastern time, of course. And um, there is going to be a third, the third race of the triple header for the Porsche Carrera Cup will go at 11.10 Eastern time. The IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge Fox Factory 120 will get underway at 1.05 Eastern. And the day will conclude with the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship qualifying at 3.40 Eastern time. All of these races can be found on IMSA TV with Track Pass also showing the Prototype Challenge and Michelin Pilot Challenge races. As we turn the calendar over to Saturday, of course, it's uh, it's the big day. The Motel Petit Le Mans will start at noon Eastern and be broadcast on NBC and NBCSN, uh, as well as Track Pass and IMSA TV. Uh, in case you miss it, N- NBCSN will show replays of the MX-5 Cup, prototype challenge and michelin pilot challenge races on tuesday november 23rd and of course as always all of these races will be made available on the imsa youtube channel well ladies and gentlemen that will wrap up our first episode of the off in the s's podcast make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast app to never miss a new episode i want to give you again a big thanks for tuning in keep it locked and loaded for uh new episodes as they will be released we'll be coming out with the uh, petit le mans follow-up uh, race recap episode next week i hope that everybody has a great race weekend and doesn't go off in the S's.